It's the Unbottleneck Your Business podcast, where I'm helping you find freedom and flexibility in your business by learning to delegate like a pro. I'm your host, Tanya Thomas. Welcome to another episode of the Unbottleneck Your Business podcast. Of course, I am your host, Tanya Thomas. And this on this episode today, we have a fabulous guest. Her name is Lisa Larder, and she is the owner of a subsidiary company called Vaxi. So Lisa is a business strategist and digital marketing expert, author, speaker, and podcast host. And she helps her clients to formulate marketing strategies that support their business goals and objectives for increasing their visibility, leads, and sales customer acquisition. Lisa provides strategy and advisory services, as well as a full suite of implementation services that include social media and content management, book marketing campaigns, podcast management, and website design. Lisa recently released her newest book, Masterful Marketing, co-authored with Alan Weiss to help business owners dominate their markets with a value-based approach. So thank you, Lisa, for being on the show. And so I'll just ask you to personally introduce yourself and share what you'd like to share with, with our audience. Sure. Well, thank you for inviting me to be on your show. I I love having conversations like this with fellow business owners. Uh, If I were to describe my business, how would I describe it? I am passionate about helping uh, small business owners increase sales and profits in their business. And marketing to me is one function of helping a business and a business owner to grow. And a lot of people struggle with marketing. They don't you know, they don't know what to do. They don't know how to develop a marketing strategy. And really a marketing strategy is it's an important part of every business. And if you don't understand how to do the marketing the right way, then it's hard to generate leads for your business. But marketing on its own is not what helps a business to be successful. You have to have the right marketing, the right business strategy, and the right pricing structure in order for your business to grow and be profitable. So that's what I try to help people do. Well, good, good. Yes. And so marketing it definitely is important because I know you touched in there too about lead generation. And that's definitely important for businesses because with no leads and there's no sales, without sales, then of course your business is, t- is totally in trouble. And mm-hmm. so what are some areas where small business owners drop the ball when it comes to their marketing strategies? You know, one of the things that I see happen with small business owners is I liken the the metaphor to driving a car. When you're getting on the freeway, you don't take your foot off the gas. You you press on the gas so that you can get out there on the highway. But once you're out on the highway, you also don't take your foot off the gas if you want to reach your destination. What I see happen in marketing is people take their foot off the gas. They get busy and their marketing falls to the wayside. And then all of a sudden they find themselves with no leads and no new business and they try to re-engage their marketing again. And unfortunately, because they do this stop and start um, strategy when it comes to marketing, they don't have a consistent pipeline of new clients who are interested in doing business with them. So I think that that's one of the biggest issues that people have when it comes to marketing is the consistency of marketing and Understanding how to do marketing in a way that provides value for others. Marketing isn't a spray and pray tactic where you just throw stuff up and ask people to buy from you. Marketing is about delivering value. I did a 
poll on LinkedIn uh, last week and I asked people, when someone refers a business or a service provider to you, what type of due diligence do you do before you reach out? And 88% of people said that they check their website and their LinkedIn account before they make contact. So if your website doesn't have new information and your LinkedIn profile isn't up to date, you really have no idea how many leads said, I think I'll pass. Exactly. And you said a, a lot, had a lot of nuggets in there. And so I'll go back to where you were talking about the inconsistency, because I know what happens, you're right, with a lot of people, once you do the work and you're, you're, consistent with your marketing and then you get the business and then you start servicing those clients or whatever and you stop with the marketing and then once some of the clients are going away then you feel like oh nobody's in the pipeline I gotta go back to and so it is it's just a, a never-ending cycle with that um and so that can be detrimental but then also too I like where you said about the your profile and stuff like that not keeping that stuff up to date and consistent because I know I've visited people's websites before and you kind of wonder are they even still in business based upon some of the staleness of it so keeping those things updated and all of that I know all of that stuff is important so what do you kind of suggest sometimes to people in terms of them becoming more consistent with their with their marketing well i think it's like anything i don't have to tell you to become more consistent with brushing your teeth because you you just know that you should do it and so you do i mean most people brush their teeth every morning and every night before they go to bed and so I think it's it's really the discipline of creating a daily habit where you're putting something out there into the world for the intention of helping others. I think people get tripped up when it comes to marketing because they don't know how to approach marketing from a value-based perspective. And so marketing starts to look like people are always selling. And when you're always selling and nobody's buying, that starts to not feel good. And so then people use that to rationalize why their marketing isn't working. And so I think people need to first develop a habit of just putting something out there every day. And then second, if, if you don't have the time to do it every day, there are lots of scheduling tools that you could use where once a week, you just come up with five, six, seven different things that you could share and put them out there. And while I think everybody should be creating their own body of work, whether it's a blog or a podcast or a video series, if you're not creating a body of work, first you should consider how to do that. But the second thing you can do is you can share other people's content. I mean, I shared something on Facebook last night or yesterday that was a, a an excerpt from a newsletter that I read that resonated with me. And I copy and pasted the content and I cited where it came from. And I just shared my opinion on why that was valuable. Sometimes I think people people get tripped up because they overcomplexify and complicate what marketing is really about. Right, exactly. And so in hearing you talk, what was coming to mind was creating systems, because I always say systems equal consistency. And so definitely having those systems in place, like maybe a certain day of the week that you're going to create content, um, certain days of the week that you're going to maybe send your, write your blog, you know, whatever, but just having the, the systems in place, I think is important. 
It is important. And, you know, Seth Godin wrote about this. I can't take credit for this idea because I love it. I'd like to take credit for being smart enough to come up with it, but I didn't, so I won't. You don't buy an avocado, a ripe avocado because you want to eat it today. When you buy avocados, you know that it's going to take a few days for them to be ripe. So you don't go to the grocery store and buy 20 of them and hope that they're going to last you the next 20 days because you know that eventually some of those avocados are going to perish and turn brown. You you buy the right number of avocados based on the timing of when you want to eat them because you know it's going to take a couple days for them to ripen up and then it's going to take a couple days before they start to turn brown. Your marketing is the same way. You need to be thinking about the system that allows you to always have ripe new content available for whoever is looking. I think sometimes people miss, uh, they underestimate the importance of new customer blood in your business on a regular basis. That's why building your mailing list is important. That's why building your network is important. That's why gaining new listeners to your podcast is important because at some point your existing customers are going to expire. They are going to choose to do something different. The longer you retain them, the better, but at some point they might sell their business. They might um, get into a new business. They might find something that works better for them. They might pass away. Like at some point, you're going to need new customers. So you should get into the habit of trying to bring new customers into your sphere of influence on a regular basis. Right, right. I totally agree with that. Having getting in front of a different audience so that other people can hear about you instead of having the the same audience all the time. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's one way to help can grow in uh, your business. And so I know that you are a big advocate of, of reading. Um, and I, I love to read myself from the age of probably in middle school. I still remember the first book that I <laughs> read that just put me in with the love of reading. It was, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. And I think uh, I saw on, <laughs> I read I that saw, book. Mm-hmm, when I read that in middle school, I was hooked. And so I think I even saw the author on the Today Show not too long ago. And I think they were talking about doing a movie or something about it. And I was just ecstatic because I still re- remember that was my first book. And so I am huge on reading as well. And when I started my business, that's what helped me a lot in terms of reading to 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 learn what I could, picking up those different nuggets and I always tell my sons, I have two boys, you know, if there's anything that you want to learn, get a book about it because it's going to give you tons of knowledge and educate you on how to do what it is that you're wanting to do. And so what would you like to share in terms of your thoughts around how reading can open the door and help unbottleneck the growth of someone's business? Well, I'll start by saying I'm a high school dropout. I do not have a high school diploma and I do not have post-secondary education. And I've built three businesses that have done in excess of a million dollars a year in sales. And I believe that my education has greatly been influenced by the books that I read. Like you, I started reading at a very young age. Most of what I read uh, when I was young were fiction books and the encyclopedia because my Aunt Sandra next door had the Encyclopedia Britannica, so I got to read that. 
Um, but today I run a book club called Thought Readers. You can learn about it at thoughtreaders.com. It's a free book club for business owners, and we read a book a month together. And I look at every book that I read like an opportunity to mastermind with the author. There are different levels of reading, and I talk about this on my podcast. You can read for information. You can read for insights. You can read for um uh, implementation, right? Information, insights, implementation. And if you read a book and you study the book and you write down your ideas and you implement the things that you're learning from the book, you can fast track your business growth in ways that most people are not able to do because most people don't make reading a daily practice like I do. That's good. And so I'd like what you said about like a mastermind. I never looked at it that way, but you're totally right. Because as you're reading, sometimes I know I have personally come up with different ideas that I just wouldn't have otherwise thought of and formulated if had I not read that, read the book. Mm -hmm. And so I think that is so powerful about reading. And a lot of people you mentioned too, in there about finding the time. And sometimes I can read books and it's like, how did I read that book that fast? But I think just finding little pockets of time, you probably shouldn't do it when you're, because my nutritionist always tells me to, to focus on my food. But I think I read a lot too when I'm maybe eating lunch or dinner. I have my iPads right there in front of me as I'm doing it. And that helps me find the time to be able to do it. And so I think even if you just have to maybe time block to set aside time to read, I think that would be super important and helpful you helpful for you to be able to find the time to be able to do that. Yeah, I bookend every day with a book. So my morning practice, I get up in the morning, I take my dogs out, I feed my dogs, I make myself a cup of coffee and I sit down with a book and I spend at least 15 minutes to 30 minutes reading in the morning. And then when I go to bed at night, there's always a book on my night table. Typically the books that I read at night are not business books because I don't want to be awake thinking about the business all night. Um, and then I have audio books that I will often listen to as I fall asleep at night. I think the interesting thing about masterminding is, you know, if you've read Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, you know, his his concept of masterminding is when you and someone else are together, is there's like a third brain that influences your thinking. So if you are in the habit of reading books on a regular basis, it's almost like your brain is masterminding with more and more and more people's thinking all the time. It's every book isn't in isolation. Every book is in addition because you think of things based on the other things that you've learned, which is why I think reading is so powerful, especially for business owners. For, for sure. That is definitely for sure. So if you're someone out there and you you want to, you know, pick up on something, something that you're wanting to get more knowledge about, definitely try and, and pick up a book to open up your knowledge. And so, Lisa, what, where can people find you? Where can they learn more about you? Well, they can find me at lisalarder.com. Uh, if they're interested in reading with me, they can go to thoughtreaders.com. If they want to listen to my podcast, it's called She Talks Business. You can find it on most uh, podcast platforms, or you can find it on my website as well. So I'm pretty easy to find. <laughs> well, good, good. We want to thank you once again for coming on and joining us and sharing your information and knowledge. 
And thanks everyone for listening. If you are not subscribed to the podcast, remember to subscribe. And also if you are, leave us a review that helps others find us to help grow the podcast. Thanks again. And until next time. Thank you for listening. Make sure you head over to teamdelegate.com forward slash downloads to get my most recent guide on delegating. Also be sure to share this with a business friend and follow us on your favorite podcast channel.